0: mm <laughs>
1: Welcome to Armbar, the 1,004th Wrestling Podcast. I'm Todd Suliano, zooming through the internet, as per usual, with Colt Dixon. And we are joined this week by uh, a special guest. Why don't you you introduce yourself?
0: Uh, I'm your major mark's favorite major mark, Big Sexy, Shawnee got back, Shawnee Caulfield, baby. Woo, woo, woo. (laughs) You you can hear the thunderous applause in the (sighs) background. (laughs) what's going on guys thanks for having me on
1: oh yeah no i i figured uh this could be actually a good one for you to be on because usually on the show we talk about AEW a lot and it's it's typically a one to two-way street because i'm a wrestling fan that does not watch a lot of wrestling these days
0: got it (laughs) it's hard to
1: carry this podcast on my shoulders alone i watch (laughs) i watch in clips or i'll watch a match or a show that that sounds exciting to me And I figured because of how big last night's show was and the fact that you were there, you could offer an interesting perspective on being there live.
0: Yeah, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Uh, I am, I'm the same with you. I really like watch, like, I try to watch AEW every week, but I usually end up watching like two a month. Um, But like, I I favor AEW over WWE. Uh, But now that Hunter's back, WWE has kind of drawn me in. Uh, but for sure, uh, man, what a night it was! Like, I, uh, I went with Sunil. Uh, Sunil, uh, was the one that asked me to go like a month ago. He got the tickets. Uh, I sent him the money. I didn't know where we were see- being seated or anything like that. I just showed up. <laughs> uh, we had great seats. Uh, we were a couple rows from uh Brian Myers, Raleigh, Papa Bear. Oh hell yeah! Um, yeah, so it was really, really cool. Uh three of the biggest pops I ever heard last night.
1: I'm assuming Go. one of one of them was for Paige. Page.
0: <laughs> yeah. Page, the acclaimed, and the great Muda.
2: Oh fuck. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that's right. That's always on Rampage, man.
0: Yes.
1: that's, yes. I was awesome. at, that, that's something I was gonna uh bring up, Shawnee. Colt does not like to be spoiled That's on fine. Rampage. I'll oh, live. I'll live. I'll shit, live. I'll I'm live.
0: sorry, Colt.
2: All right, I haven't watched it in three weeks. Sorry he, sorry, he ruined your birthday, man. <laughs> just, I haven't watched it. Oh in...
0: my god, I ruined his birthday. Oh, right. It's over,
2: man. That's uh, it. I'm out. Bro. I'm leaving. I'm packing my bags. I'm getting out of here.
0: I only I <laughs> I, I said it because uh, people I'm have just been gonna. posting it everywhere, you know. Yeah. Like,
2: I, cl- I clicked on an article today and saw it. I, I was because there was like a 50 50 chance I was going to completely miss Rampage anyway and had been spoiled by accidentally <laughs> checking Instagram. So <laughs>
1: So Colt, do, do you care if I ask to go more in depth on Muda? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, what I wanted, it's, did, it's he, did he do anything but just come out and hug Sting?
0: So he came out, uh and to be fair, I don't I don't really know I know I know his name, but I don't know what he does or who he is. Yeah. And and Sunil looks at me and he sees that I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is it so loud? And he's like, bro, he's like the Hogan of Japan right and and he's like this is so rare you have no idea Shawnee. like enjoy this moment like it's crazy um so uh he ca- he comes out music hits he has like this uh this thing like a uh, like a mask on like but it's like one of those like tall masks you yeah. know so oh, yeah. he, com- he comes out he like enjoys the pop he walks down to the ring he helps, he, he, he wrestles for about, uh, he beat up the guy, I forgot what his name is, um, at that point, I'm just like, why the hell is it so loud in here, like, this is crazy, um, and uh, man, for his age, he is agile as shit.
2: Yeah yeah i mean he was just the champion of noah actually not that long ago i just remembered that i forgot about that
0: he did like a like a sweeping kick to bring the guy down and like he was up in like a second like i was like holy crap but he came and saved sting they were all beaten up on sting and uh he came and saved sting and then after uh him and sting hugged and it was uh it was really nice
2: that's fucking awesome that's so cool
0: and then Chanel explained to me that they were tag team partners in WCW.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that yeah. was, you know, you know, that was why it was so important.
1: Yeah. I'll so oh,
0: go, go ahead. ahead. No, oh, go, ahead, go ahead.
1: One big thing I wanted to talk about was Dynamite, because I did watch some of it, Colt. Once you know, I watched some of it. And then Abbott Elementary came on and, you know, had to switch channel. But Okay. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing that I want to know is what do, uh, both you guys think about Chris Jericho winning the AEW European title. <laughs>
0: the, uh... <laughs> the ROH. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I obviously Tony Khan wants to bring ROH on TV more, you know, that's what it's, sh- you know, seems like to me. Uh, so he knows that he has to put a big name with the belt. So I think that's why he chose that. I have no problem with it. I look at Jericho as one of the goats. So if you want to give that man a title, any title, like I'm for it, you know, um, cause he'll do something with it. You know, he'll make it fun.
1: My, my mind is saying, He's gonna lose it to Daniel Garcia, and it's a bigger win for Daniel Garcia to beat Jericho than it is for him to beat Claudio.
2: Yeah, very, very true. That's probably what's gonna happen. I enjoy it. Uh, it felt it was unexpected to me, and I enjoyed that. Always like when shit happens that I don't expect, and yeah. so and you I finished like with that He's shitty the... elbow. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite move. That's just such a terrible finish, man. The fucking Judas effect,
0: man. When he did the walls of Jericho, it brought me back, man. like. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sitting yes. there. I'm like, yo, I watched this guy do this 20 years ago and he's still doing it.
2: Yeah, he's on a hell of a run right now. If you haven't seen his match with uh uh fucking Daniel Bryan last week, uh Brian Danielson last week, that one was amazing. It was so good.
0: Yeah, uh yo, uh the the Brian Danielson and Mox had a match. Yeah. I they were giving each other the hardest chops, like they also had a microphone on there, like I guess chest or something, and the way that they were slapping, it like echoed throughout the whole place. It was like insane.
2: Yeah, man, that match ruled on television. <laughs> I'm sure it was awesome in the building. It was really it was cool. so I, good.
0: I like both of them. Like, yeah, they're two characters to me. I know, like you guys know them from the WWE and stuff. Like, I don't know them that well. So to me, like they're they are like i don't look at them as heels or baby faces i just look at them as wrestlers you know if that makes sense no it does yeah
1: i forget like because you you uh stopped watching in like oh three right
0: yes exactly brother yep and then colt
1: Cole, you started watching in oh three yeah man
0: wow (laughs) and then i quit
2: in uh like 2007 wow for a a while till about 2012
0: what made you quit
1: uh (laughs) Go ahead and be the mark that you are, man.
2: <laughs> Primarily John Cena, but also because I went to college, I didn't have time to watch the show as much anymore either. Like, nobody Got in it. my dorm wanted to watch it. So I was too like, busy right. getting laid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> so there is a, a quote I, th- I think about now. Moxley won the title for like the billionth time yesterday. And I'm not saying that because I'm irritated by it. I think it's cool <laughs> that he's like the three-time champion.
2: Yeah. Yep. Fuck it. Why not?
1: I can't remember if it was Paul Heyman, Joey Styles, or one of the Dudley boys said this about the Dudleys in WWE, that whenever they need to put the tag titles on somebody, fuck it, give it to the Dudley boys. And now <laughs> I feel like Moxley's the Dudley boys of AEW. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He cut a promo after he won. I don't know if it was on TV. It wasn't but he said he got, uh, he went back like, uh, you know, by the entrance and he got the mic and he said, this belt doesn't fucking define me. I define this fucking belt. And uh, and, and that to me just, it's, it meant everything because I know he's been going through a lot. And uh, I think that win for him was a real big win. Yeah. You know,
1: as a huge Brian Danielson fan though, I'm god damn it man yeah I was a little bummed about that I thought he was gonna get his win back the, from the last were, time they faced each other the fucking promo video they were giving him a like Chuck Liddell redemption story saying like he has mm-hmm. like redeemed these losses already he's gotta fucking redeem the Moxley loss and he didn't yeah uh, of course, I forgot the uh, the key factor, which is
2: John Moxley does not lose. yeah, <laughs> which is <laughs> I say this every every episode. Who was it that I forget every episode too. Who
1: was it? Who was it that beat him clean or clean ish? That's like the fucking big, surprising uh, well, um,
2: oh, fuck. who was it? I, shit. I can't remember. obviously, Punk beat him last... most recent, oh, yeah. recently, but I don't remember what well, he lost to
1: it was like the most fucking random person. oh it was
2: Lance. it was i mean he lost to lance, Ar- lance archer but it was like uh, one of those uh texas death matches yeah. so he didn't get pinned he didn't get pinned he was just killed for 10 seconds
0: yeah, yeah now uh, that you say it i i don't remember I ever seeing Mox lose like you know like <laughs> i really it's kind of crazy like
2: yeah sorry to break the illusion but uh <laughs> I, if he's in the match he's 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 winning well,
0: I like I like I like Mox and I like Renee. He's awesome. I, I I love Renee. Renee is like awesome. So when I found that they were married, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Too.
2: Great. I mean, I don't think he should lose. I think he's their biggest star, and I think he should beat everybody. I mean, sincerely, yeah. like I really do. Like that's how you make somebody.
0: I think he's the opposite of CM Punk, where he's a, a man of the people, and people can relate to him. Yeah. You know, and people can't relate to Punk. He's a fucking whiny bitch. You know.
1: Right. <laughs> but- I think maybe he's the opposite because Moxley is a recovering alcoholic and Punk oh. probably needs some alcohol.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That's another opposite, you know. But you guys want to know my favorite part of the night? Yes. Yeah. When fucking Jungle Boy comes out and everybody's going like this to his song. That's my favorite part. I swear to God. His <laughs> his song, it's so he's like, oh yo, yeah. no, I love that part. It's my favorite part. I love it. Every I've been to two AEW shows now. I fucking get up and I start going like this. I love it. The whole crowd does it. I think he's underrated, honestly, really. I think he's yeah.
2: underrated. I think he's, yeah, he's he's really improving. He's great. I think it's, he's,
1: oh, yeah. Like he's, it. like, the least pushed pillar of AEW.
0: Yeah, yeah, and him and Penta had a match and, uh, and they just go well together because they do the crazy shit, you know? And it was, like, fantastic. Like, it was yeah. really it was really good.
2: I'm really looking forward to watching that one. That's like one of the ones that I was really excited about to see yeah. on uh tomorrow or yeah. uh, on Friday.
0: Definitely check it out. And uh uh the acclaim match, guys. I, I I saw big I we saw Keith Lee, who's three times my size, do a hurrican. I fucking yeah. lost it. Yeah. Like how athletic is that fucking guy, man? He's so
2: cool. He's just amazing. Oh, that match that, was awesome.
0: It was great. It was a great match. It didn't disappoint. I knew. I knew that uh, the Acclaim were gonna win. Obviously, I knew they were gonna win. It had but to happen. It, it was just perfect timing. Uh, I mean Billy Gunn with the scissor me daddy ass, like the whole crowd is scissoring each other. I know you guys probably (laughs) didn't see it, but everybody starts scissoring each other, like you know, people next to them. And uh it's just perfect. It's a perfect gimmick. And them adding Billy to it just like made it even better. It's great, it's
1: golden. I'll I'll actually tell you the best thing about that match is that on, on Twitter uh hashtag scissor me daddy ass was trending and it had a bunch <laughs> of people putting the hashtag and like we're so fucking confused about what that means they were like what does this mean what really why are people saying this
0: you want to know a funny story i yeah. got his shirt yesterday that says scissor me daddy <laughs> and i wore it uh i just filmed our podcast a couple hours ago so i wore it my wife goes, what the fuck is that shirt?
1: <laughs> I I was talking to Colt about it. Like, I have a Greg Valentine shirt that says, I broke Wahoo's legs. <laughs> Wahoo's leg. It's one of my favorite shirts.
0: That's a great shirt.
1: I fucking love Greg Valentine. That's one of my favorite shirts. But every time I wear it to my father-in-law's or my in-law's house, my father-in-law just looks at me and he goes, why'd you break Wahoo's legs? <laughs> because so of that because of that i can never get a scissor me daddy ass shirt
0: oh yes that's true that's true yep your father-in-law is gonna be like hey why did you scissor that da- your daddy <laughs>
1: I, have a fun, I have an effie shirt that says wrestling is gay oh yes and, and he's he saw it for the first time and he tried to call me out in front of my family and be like todd why are you why are you wearing a homophobic shirt it's like it's not it says i love it at the bottom <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love I love, I love, love Effie, just so, so, so everybody knows. Effie is, like, one of the best human beings I've ever met. Like, oh, yeah, he's,
1: he's amazing. We saw him uh, before Colt and I even knew each other. We were at a yeah. wrestling show at a brewery here in town, and he was wrestling on it. And I can safely say, because I know this for a fact, that I was the only person there that bought merchandise from him. I know I'm yeah. shameful. I didn't have any cash on me
2: and I also I felt awkward and <laughs> I wanted to leave.
1: That's <laughs> alright. But he was so fucking entertaining. I can't, I think he wrestled Cody Rice on that on that show. Yeah, and he I did. Cody Rice is fucking gone. I don't know where the hell he is these days.
0: Yeah, I, I have a rule. Um, so I grew. By the way, my brother is gay, so it, it means a lot to me that like he brings like awareness and and uh, he makes it look cool, you know. And uh, shit, man, I got into so many fights growing up, like defending my brother's honor and stuff, you know. And uh, it's just cool to see that it's it's so accepted today, and it should be, you know. What? Uh, what... Go ahead. Go ahead. I know, I was,
1: what I was gonna say is, what's cool about Effie doing it is that he. He brings comedy to it without making fun of being yes. gay. Yes. Like his Effie's big gay brunch. I remember the 2021 when Nick Gage was supposed to be in the bicurious battle royal and the <laughs> graphics said Nick Cage is bicurious. <laughs> That's
0: fucking amazing. He's great.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a
2: genius. He's a he's really knows how to market himself. He's a great sure. wrestler. For he's sure. awesome. I wish him nothing but success. And he lost yep. to Jeff Jarrett. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> I have a rule like with the indie guys. So like I I too, I feel bad. Like well, you see a lot of these indie guys at the shows and they don't have any line, but then you got guys like Matt and other people that have huge lines. So I have a rule. Like if I see somebody that is not getting any it doesn't have a line, I have to buy an eight by ten from them. Like, you know, how much is it? Five, ten dollars, right? You know. So I, I you know, sometimes it's like three to four people, but I'll do it because I you never know what can make somebody's day, you know? That $10 can make their whole day different, you know?
1: Yeah, like, we, um, last year, we had uh, indie wrestler Cole Roderick. I don't, I don't know if you know who he is. No, I don't. He's a f- amazing wrestler. He's in GCW. He's he's uh, their extreme champion right yeah, he's now. About, he's about he's about he's about to be on the tour in Japan, which is super fucking cool for
0: he's him. Doing wow. A
2: title versus title match with uh, what's it, what's his name again? Zunilla. Cole, Cole
0: Roderick. Yeah. Cole Roderick. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna check. I, I have the I have the GCW cards. He's probably on there, right? He's on yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But um, he he's wrestled at a couple of shows that Colt and I have gone to. And one of them, I told him on Facebook, I said, bring one of your shirts, and because I want to buy one of your shirts from you. And he said, oh, I what size? I told him the size, and I went to the show, and he said, dude, I, I ran out of the shirt size. I was like, oh, shit, man, that sucks. So I didn't, it didn't end up buying anything from him. But when we were interviewing him on the show, while we were doing it, I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to order a, a shirt of yours for my son. And so, like my my four year old has a uh, Cole Raderick shirt. He has no oh, idea who he cool. is. But... that's cool.
0: That's <laughs> cool.
1: But like, I, I do the same thing when I go to indie shows uh, that you do. Except I end up buying a fucking t shirt because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, it's just twenty dollars. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck, I spent twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have I have I have a shirt for a wrestler who I cannot even fucking remember his name, but I bought <laughs> it because there was no one in line, and. <laughs> that's awesome and then it's
2: cool too because then you can look back in like a couple years and and just like randomly find it and be like holy shit this person remember it yeah yeah Yeah. super famous then i have
1: like a bunch of shirts of deathmatch wrestlers where they're bloody on it and my wife does not like those shirts oh yeah
0: (laughs) well what is it with wrestling and t-shirts right like i uh, before i got back into the pod and then they got me into wrestling i owned like five t-shirts now, I swear to God, in one year, I've accumulated over, like, 100 T-shirts, 200 T-shirts.
2: Yeah. And I'm not
0: even joking. Like, for real. Like, legit. I get the box every month. Uh, the Pro oh, yeah. Wrestling Tees box. So, I get two every month from that. And then every, you know, every pod shirt I own, right? Like, so, it's just, I, I love it. I love having the ability yeah. to wear different shirts. But it's a lot.
1: I'm going yeah. to say something right now. Because I saw the controversy in the Facebook group with uh, next month's crate. Yep. If what whatever it is, if it's a cool item and you don't want it, whatever that ICP item is, let me know.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know for sure. I'm not even a fan of ICP, so I'll give it to you.
1: That that would be great. I'm just super fucking. Just remind me, Tom. Remind right. me, okay. When did the, when did they come in?
0: Like, uh, it's very random, honestly. But I'll know. I'll know when I see the ICP item. I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll give right. you your address.
2: All right. Cool. This is the element the show needed. We need more swaps. We should have people call in and swap swap <laughs> items too.
0: Hey, I, I nothing against ICP. I just never been a big fan of them. It's not my type of music. I I respect them and and they have a huge fan base, you know. Um, uh, but I just I never got into it. You know. I'll say
1: this: I've seen them in concert twice. It's some of the most fun I've ever had at a concert because, like, yeah. for one, you yeah. don't have to, you don't have to buy drinks. Cause you catch a fucking fago in the air and just <laughs> yep, drink it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, speaking of which, I wanted to ask you something, Shawnee, before before you have to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the group, you posted, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a goodie bag. Someone sent me. Oh, to yes, you.
0: yes. A major mark sent me the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah with the jackknife. Yep.
1: Yes. I wanted to know if you've tried that yet.
0: Yes, I did. How so, is it? Um, I, the jackknife is super, super potent, guys. Like, I, uh, so out of an eighth i rolled two blunts um i smoked one to the head the first time and that was like i was even though it's a sativa i, I fell asleep like i was I, like it, it's it's a hybrid basically but yeah it, it doesn't keep you awake for sure so definitely if, you, if you're planning on smoking it do it at night you know for sure because i passed out
1: cold but- you know what he's talking about Yes, I do. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, but to say uh, the smell from the bag, you could smell it outside the bag, Todd. Damn. Yep. That's how that's how strong it is. So that's some
2: dank ass weed.
0: Yeah, Nash said that they were working on it for over six months to get it right. So I I think that he really did his research and and teamed up with a good company. You know, it's amazing. I love the idea <laughs> of him, like
1: touring these like girls. Yep. Yeah. Not- my favorite thing about that is that on the major pod, hearing Matt Cardona say that he tried to order some, he was like, you can't just <laughs> order weed on the, through the mail. I was like, yeah, it, especially if you're in a fucking Florida where shit's not legal.
0: Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Well, well, the, uh, the major mark mailed it to me in New York. Is, you know, it's still not legal. It, it's decriminalized, but it's not legal here. You just have to do it the right way, you know? You have to, like... You know, it, it, it think about it. They can't like I get edible shipped to me all the time, you know, and they and, and they can't say anything, they, they don't know what it is. Yeah, you I've, know? Had, I've had yeah.
1: weed shipped to me through FedEx in a uh, coffee tin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how do they know? You know what yeah. I you, and they're looking for bombs and stuff, they're not looking for that type of shit. Yeah, you know. But yeah, that's uh that that uh, the fake I tried the Fago I I tried the Bombsicle one, it's very good. Um, it reminds me of, uh, in New York, we have something called 50 cent sodas. Um, and that, that's what it reminds me of, you know, it's like the cheap soda that you could buy cheaply and you could also get a bag of chips with it for a dollar. Yeah. Right? You know,
1: I, have you ever had a Fago before?
0: No, that was my first time.
1: They have, um, I like, I don't drink soda anymore, but like when I, when I did drink soda, my favorite was peach Fago and uh, candy apple Fago.
0: Ooh. Mm. Wow. Wow.
1: I love a peach drink, man. Me I love, love me some me knee high.
0: How about how call? How about peach ginger ale? The best. Oh, the best. I've never
2: tried that before. Oh, I gotta check that out. You
0: gotta search it. It's the best. Uh, flavored ginger ale is my favorite drink besides Mountain Dew.
2: I never thought about that. That's such a good idea. I gotta start looking into that
0: <laughs> for sure. It, it's amazing. Yeah. How did you guys find? Are, are, the, are you both? Uh, Todd, you're in the pod. Cole, are you in the pod? I'm no. actually
2: not. This is. Uh, I'm, it's more tots there (laughs) i'm just here along for the ride
0: (laughs) yeah you know i i I tell this to everybody but man it really uh it really changed my life going in there and i i I, you know if you could pay you could pay ten dollars fifteen dollars a month even five dollars a month uh but it's worth it like you know for the community that that's in there it's the best you know i can't i can't say it enough you know and I I've said, that.
1: I've said, if you want to join our Patreon, we don't have it. But if you want, if you want to pay me a thousand dollars, I will give you my social security card.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> must I <not> do that? <laughs> I used to tell people like when my credit was fucked up and stuff. Like years ago, I used to be like, I will, you know, like I will pay you to take my social security card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, how long have you guys been doing this pod? Uh,
1: a little over a year now. A year, about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. a year and a oh, half. Wow.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. We've had uh, uh, some wrestlers on. We've had random people on. Uh, Scotty Riggs. <laughs> yeah. Former fucking WCW ECW wrestler Scotty Riggs. We had him on. He talked to us for three and a half hours one night.
2: Whoa. He showed us, he showed us his copy of WCW and W over
0: binge. Yeah. Oh wow. That, that's like really generous.
1: Yeah, it was dude, it was bizarre. Like he he was like you. He was on the East Coast. And yeah. I told I told him, I was like, dude, we record late, but we'll we'll start early for you. He goes, Oh no, man, don't worry about it. And I, and I told him one before we started, I was like, we usually go about 90 minutes. If you want to do just a solid hour, that's straight. And he was like, oh man, Chris Jericho will tell you, man, like if I, if, he, if you ask me the time, I'll tell you how a watch works. So like, We were going in there for an hour and a half and he went for three and a half hours until I was like, all right, dude, I got to go to fucking bed.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was like, amazing. So, I mean, listen, these guys are entertainers, right? At the end of the day, and they know how to talk. Yeah. And it's like, that's why, like, some of the best interviews are with wrestlers, because they know how to work, you know? I watched MG, uh, MJF, he did his, uh, like, run runaround uh, with, uh, he did uh, three shows, I think. He did wrestling on the bar stools. He did uh Ariel Hawani, um, and then he did somebody else's show. And like I'm I'm watching the interview and every interview is a little different, but like I man, that fucking guy's good at a promo, bro. Yeah. Like the, he is just amazing. I yeah, he, he really I know people compare him to Roddy, but he's very similar to Roddy, very, very similar to Roddy.
1: His his baby face around is gonna be huge.
0: Oh yeah, you know what's great? He gets that pop anyway, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, who are you guys' favorite wrestlers? Like, um, all time or currently? Uh, let's do currently.
1: This is gonna this is gonna be a super fucking random one because he's not on TV. He's only in the Indies with John Wayne
0: Murdoch. Okay.
1: He's a great fucking uh, deathmatch match wrestler. And he almost beat the shit out of Teddy Hart last year at WrestleMania weekend, which I always have respect for him for doing that. And uh he's he wrestles in the GCW shows. He's in, he's doing their tour of Japan currently or is about to. I can't remember when they're going to Japan. Yep. But he's just one of my favorite fucking wrestlers right now to watch. On TV awesome. though, uh my favorite wrestler is Brian Danielson. Hmm. Got it. That's
0: what about you, Colt?
2: Well, right now, Jay White—not to be a uh, hipstery about it—but I love uh, his work in New Japan right now is so goddamn good. He's had some am- amazing matches with Okada this year. Fuck, man!
1: You really like <laughs> Braun Strowman too, don't you? No, uh.
2: no, I never really. I, you know, he was—he was fine for what he was. I mean, Brian I Mars. Back now.
0: <laughs> Brian Mars did. Uh... Uh, when Braun was like uh, with the uh, free agent or whatever, uh, he does a great impression of him, and uh, he he did the impression, and he and he and he said one of the funniest things I, I've ever heard in my life. He's like WWE is pushing me so hard, I'm about to fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it popped me so hard. I I was laughing for like an hour. <laughs> that's
1: excellent that's amazing
0: yeah but <laughs> any other questions about the show or anything or
1: i mean well, what about you who's your favorite wrestler
0: uh i so man so i i uh, i love dan Housen. i love dan <laughs> yeah i i do even though like i Love Danhausen for months, and I didn't even watch one of his matches. I didn't even, you know, you don't really need to watch him wrestle to love him, you know, and that's what makes his gimmick so special is that he could be hurt, he could be whatever, and he could still make money, right? So, um, he's he's special, but as far as like in ring wrestling, um, oh man. Really, it's really tough. I really like Braun Breaker, to be honest with you. Yeah. I I think the kid is a studies, he's built like a brick house doing backflips. I mean,
2: yeah, he's very impressive, especially considering how you know young he is and how little experience he has.
0: Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what he did. What did he do before WWE? Do you guys know?
2: I don't recall. I thought, maybe, was he like an amateur wrestler? or I'm just pulling this out of a, my ass. I think he was a football player.
1: Football? He was football? Yeah, okay.
0: yeah, I think he might have been football. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
1: I don't God. know if what I just ate was a gummy or not.
0: Oh, Did you... Don't the... sneak up on you. Yeah, I, I know you don't do that call, but like when you eat a gummy, like it sneaks up on you like an hour later, <laughs> and then you like you sit it down. It's like a tequila shot, like, and all of a sudden you get up and you're like, oh my god, the world is spinning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I can't. I honestly don't know if that was a gummy I just ate or if it was a piece of styrofoam.
0: Oh, that's it. <laughs> down the silica gel. Yeah. You'll know in an hour when Colt's talking and you're dozing off. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's happened
1: multiple times where I've taken, like, edibles. I'm like, dude, I don't, you got to handle the show. <laughs> and it'll be like, he'll talk for, like, like the most recent time was a few months ago. And he went on a rant about Star Wars. <laughs> for like 10 minutes or and like I was just sitting here l- trying to listen to it and it's not that I wasn't into it but I just could not focus and at the end of it he just kind of like when like are you saying anything I was like oh <laughs> shit man. I uh
0: I so I'm like newer to the podcast world I guess um and uh I didn't even think about having a podcast but I wanted a way to uh be able to talk about these things with people and uh, Sal had hit me, you know, Sal randomly one day. Uh if you guys don't know Sal Lakata, uh, he's on TV and radio in New York. Um he's a he's a big sports uh caster uh for the Mets. And uh oh, shit. Yeah. So uh he had he's a major mark. He's in the group with us and he's he's Brian's friend and uh he's friends with all those guys. So uh he messaged me one day and said, Hey, bro, are you interested in doing a podcast? You know, I really think you would be a great partner. And, and and I've been thinking about it for a couple months now. And I fucking fell out of my chair, you know, uh, because I've been listening to Sal for years. I'm a Mets fan. So uh, you know, I, I was like, bro, like, say no more. I'm fucking, I'm in, you know, and uh it's and badass. now now we did it and uh and the reason why i bring that up is because uh you have to like i notice at times he's not even paying attention to me and he said that that's normal right like when you're doing a show with somebody every week like you just zone people out sometimes you know (laughs) so you just gotta know how to take the conversation different ways and stuff you know which i'm still getting used to but it's hard
1: it is it is absolutely hard it takes a lot of thought (laughs) <laughs> and, the yeah, the yeah. hardest part sometimes though Is whenever we've had wrestlers on If it's an indie wrestler Colt and I will be familiar with him And the, the other person who's on the show Usually Jesse will have no idea who he is And so he'll just like Kind of be zoning in and out And at the end it'll be like I don't know who that was,
0: <laughs> but that to me makes the interview better. Right. Cause like, if he, like me, like when I, I when I don't know things, I, at least for me, I know everybody's different, but I ask more questions when I don't know something. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, even here, like I'm being interviewed by you guys, but I'm, I, I like to ask questions too. You know, I want to know like how, you, you know, cause it helps me understand you guys better. So that, you know, it's just, it's just better all around. Right. You know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, So I think it gives you an advantage that you guys have all three different levels of knowledge. Right. So that's what makes a good team.
2: That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Dynamics.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tony Khan came out, you guys didn't see it, but Tony Khan came out. And he literally, he thanked everybody uh, for the million dollar, uh, you know, uh, you know, million dollar gate. Right. You know, the first million dollar gate. He got on his knees and started going like this to the fans. (laughs) I, I, I have to say, like, I know he might not be the like he's not a Vince when it comes to money and decisions and stuff. But I love, I love him. Like, I love that side of him that he can open up and be like, be like that. And so grateful and thankful, you know? I do
2: I do like that he comes off as like a big dork. It's, uh, yes, I find yes. that endearing. I, I feel like some people find it annoying, but I actually kind of like it. It's, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, like what you, you, okay. So if he was a dickhead, you would bitch. But now that he's so nice, you bitch. So what is the middle, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, like there, there's, you know, I think Triple H is close to the middle where he's like, I'm not fucking around, but I'll give you a chance. Right. Like that's that, that I used to hate Triple H when I was young. I hated, I hated him. And I swear, I, I love him now. I love Hunter. Man, uh, and
2: you missed so much of his worst stuff. You didn't even get
0: to see. It. <laughs> I I know, I know, and it's like I I because you're right because after I stopped watching, he really got bigger after Stone Cold left and all that stuff. Yep, you know, yep. but uh, but yeah, I I hated I hated everybody in DX. I hated them all. You know, I I don't know why, uh, but I used to tell people suck it all the time. But I I hated them in general. You know.
1: Yeah, I got in trouble in uh, fifth grade for. Asking the cafeteria worker if they had a poon tang pie for dessert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is classic, bro.
1: I don't know what the hell it meant. I just thought it was a type of pie that the rock liked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The shit that that they used to get away with, we are, I, I can't believe that, like, because now people, like, I'm 33. I don't know how old you guys are, but... That's exactly
2: um, how old I am, 32. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so so think about that, right? Like, so we grew up in an era where we had South Park, we had Family Guy, we had all these freaking crazy shit, right? Like, that didn't care what they said, like, you know, totally, like, racist, and but they were racist to everybody, right? Like, it wasn't, like one culture like they, they abused everybody and we grew up on that and we're the softest fucking generation ever like how does that happen Like, it blows my mind you know it blows my mind like how can you grow up watching Family Guy and and, and all those shows and and be so soft like you know it, it's crazy you know but I compare wrestling to that right like wrestling became PG and and that to me it, it just doesn't go well. Like you know, like a show is so much more entertaining. You know, I don't want I don't want a baby coming out of uh, uh, what's her name uh, the hand. Remember the hand? Yeah, Mae Young. <laughs> <laughs> Mae Young. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. watch that. Right? Like that's too much. But hey, I don't mind Lita being in bed naked with Edge in the middle of the ring. You know what I mean? Like you know, <laughs> so it, you know it's just uh, there's levels to it, right? You know. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So- to show the ridiculousness of Mae Young giving birth to a hand, the fact that it was supposed to be a sex toy, and that's what Vince thought was funny, it took me 23, 25 years to hear that and be like, oh, that's what it was when the, Mark Henry talked about it on like a WWE thing. That is For wild. years, for years, I thought they were just saying that her body couldn't form a human and it ended up just giving birth to a hand and that's all she could do.
0: How I about- did. I did go too. <laughs> and how about Vince kill like blowing himself up on TV?
1: Yeah, and then Chris Benoit had to ruin that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah he did. He did. Yeah, for I sure.
2: not a not a month goes by that I don't think about how sad it is that that angle never got to go to like full fruition. Like we never got to see who killed Vince. Yeah, so sad I, about I, that. I,
0: I agree. I mean, like even they said even Trump called his all Vince's office and and thought it was real. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I, I don't strange.
0: care, like, I think it's fucking hysterical, that's and, funny. I, and, and I like Trump, but that is like hysterical, man. Uh, it's like some things like Sunil told me, like, I was like, Oh, you think that's a work? and he's like, Everything's a work, <laughs> no, you know, that's all <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you guys have any other questions you want uh, me to answer?
1: No, man, if you if uh, if you need to head out, you can head out if you just want to plug your show before you get going you can
0: yeah man so again thank you guys for having me on so much uh i appreciate you. you guys and uh my show uh is uh shawnee and sal shoot the shit uh we're on youtube we're on spotify uh subscribe like please uh if you you know uh we talk about uh a lot of stuff uh we go through like five segments. We do follow up. We we do uh, this week in collecting. We do this week on you know the major pod show. Uh, you know we go over controversial uh, topics uh, in the group and uh we we talk about things that the boys in the major pod can't really talk about yeah um so i think we bring on like and we also talk about sports we brought now we bring sports into it uh but like not just sports and like i'm watching this game but like hey what do you collect when it comes to sports so like sports memorabilia and and things like that like you know, we're, we we talk about that aspect of it. So I feel like we're different from other podcasts. Um, I'm sure everybody thinks that, but <laughs> you know, uh it's kinda it, it's it's as real as you can get. Like there's no fake bullshit. It's just me and Sal talking and uh, you know, I'm not uh I, I give my opinion. If you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. You know, that's how it is, you know.
2: But I like then, that. I'll, that- Thank
0: awesome. You, thank you guys so much for having me on, uh, yeah, man. and uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your show.
1: Yeah, thank you. Take thank it you. easy, man. Later, guys. Right, have so a much. great night. All right. Thank you so much. See? I told you that'd be fine. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Um, Now it's time to play America's Favorite Game that I was going to play with both of you guys, and I forgot. So we're just going to play it with you, Colt. Are you All ready?
2: All right. Yeah, let's go. What was the game again? Sorry,
1: I was... (laughs) Guess the pay-per-view. Oh, right, right, right. Duh. Opening contest is for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. An Elimination Chamber. Oh. Edge versus Triple H versus The Big Show versus The Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy versus Vladimir Kozlov. Any guesses yet? Oh, this is... 2000... 2000 what? 8 or 7. Uh, next match, no holds barred match, Shane McMahon versus Randy Orton 2009. I think it is 2009.
2: Okay, I was definitely not watching.
1: <laughs> next match is for the ECW heavyweight championship, Jack Swagger versus Finley. <laughs> Nothing, no. <laughs> Next contest is an all or nothing match. I don't know what that means. JBL versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, is this SummerSlam 2009? No, it's not SummerSlam. Damn it. Fuck. The main event of the evening is for the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match. John Cena versus Mike Knox versus Kane versus Rey Mysterio versus Chris Jericho versus Edge. Weren't some of those guys in the
2: first match? No. No. Oh, I thought Andrews was in the first match. Okay. uh,
1: Maybe he was. I can't
2: remember. Gaslighting me over here. I'm certain he was. Uh, This is probably... Well, they didn't have elimination chambers back then. Like the pay-per-view. Yeah, but I, so I just
1: told you they had two on my fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I meant... Uh, as, the, as an event name. But, but I, I think maybe it was... Uh, We'll just say it was... Survivors, no, it had to be before that. Is this what's the is it Survivor Series 2009?
1: It is No Way Out 2009. Um, you lost, yeah.
2: I figured I would as soon as I figured out what year it was. Your streak
1: is over. I had a streak, I don't think that's true. I have an important question for you that I've wondered for years. What are uh, what are the last names of the royal family? no
2: fucking clue. I I don't I, uh, no. I think, probably, I think
1: uh, excuse me so you don't know their last names? no I don't no. either and it's it's the weirdest thing you would think their last names would be more well known
2: well it's because they just don't ever talk about it I guess well these names are crazy check this shit out um, you know, oh, I guess they probably have okay, we're we're just theorizing now. I'm just I'm making things up as we go. So they probably have really weird last names because it's they've had they have like very ancient pure last names or whatever, you know, because they've all inbred and things like that. Yeah, the... So for example, her name is Elizabeth Alexandra Mary. So I feel like she should have been called Queen Mary. She
1: should have um, Queen Alexandra. The,
2: well i just say that because it you know was her last name and her father his his name was he he was king george the sixth but his name is albert frederick arthur george so his last name is george and he was called king george so it's sexist bullshit that she didn't get to be called queen mary (laughs) anyway anyway she's dead who gives a shit
1: yeah who gives a shit about
2: them Um we we fought a war like 30 years ago. (laughs) I don't
1: give a we're over. We're done. So about uh Soraya Page, whatever you want to call her debuting on Dynamite, is she cleared or is she just gonna be Taz when he debuted in TNA?
2: Hopefully not. Hopefully they don't do that. I have to assume that she has been because otherwise it's weird that she like cleared the ring and like was like I don't know. It's, they were all scared of her.
1: It's just, it's,
2: unless she's not a wrestler.
1: I mean, for some reason, it's kind of, uh, I don't know what the right phrasing would be or the right word to use, but it's a little bizarre to me that she wouldn't, she couldn't get cleared by WWE's doctors, but AEW's doctors clear, assuming that she has been cleared. It's just I mean, the weirdest that's a- thing.
2: Well, I mean that's like what happened with like
1: Brian Danielson. <laughs> it was like you can
2: never wrestle again. So and uh, well just kidding. You can co- you can come back. You can come back now. Now that you're looking into quitting <laughs> or whatever. I think these wrestling doctors are probably um I bet they're shady.
1: I mean, granted, maybe she really maybe she's had like All the same shit. Maybe she's had the same shit that Edge had with like stem cell treatment in her neck. Yeah. But I mean who knows? Who knows? Maybe she is cleared and maybe she's been cleared this whole time. She was just taking a sabbatical. Who the fuck knows?
2: I don't know. Well, that's interesting development. We'll see where it goes from here. Uh, I guess I'm tentatively I'm I will say interested. I was never really like the biggest fan of her, even her in her original run. I mean, I thought she was cool, but like I
1: don't know. Somebody on um I think it was Twitter. Maybe it was Reddit. Can't remember. Said that uh, Tony Khan better not fumble this because he can now start a new women's revolution because he has the woman who started the women's revolution. And I thought that's doing a horrible disservice to Emma, to Summer Ray To yeah, like
2: yeah, that's a what a very dramatic statement. Man, wrestling fans are so fucking dramatic. <laughs> um. Yeah, that is a disservice to all of those. They're gonna other...
1: defend her honor before they so they don't feel guilty about jerking off to her.
2: Jesus. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's uh that's kind of cool. I'm excited. Uh I guess we'll see where that goes. I thought Grand Slam was a great show, and I thought last week's show was good too. I think they've actually had a run of pretty great shows since all out, since they had to soft reboot the company. <laughs> Isn't it bizarre
1: that all out was only 17 days ago? Man, dude. That's so wild! Did you uh, see the picture of Kenny Omega in Japan? You can see the bite mark on his arm. Yeah, that Dude, that's fucking crazy. It's wild. I
2: love that. That's and goddamn. That's now he's, the... he's going to be in the Yakuza game. Sorry didn't yeah. say that he's going <laughs> to.
1: Now the big talk is that AEW might buy out Punk and his contract, and he's never going to wrestle for AEW again. So let me ask you this: Do you think AEW fans? Because they've already turned on Hangman after Punk was gone, like the Dynamite following all out, Hangman was booed because of people being loyal to Punk.
2: Oh, but he was wrestling Brian, right?
1: So yeah, that's but, probably why. I mean, I th- I think people would would still cheer for him even was wrestling Brian. But like, what I want to know though is, do you think people will be right. as obnoxious about Punk in AEW as they were for years? Ago to be? Like will they chant CM Punk when the Young Bucks and Kenny are wrestling, or when Tony Khan comes out?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, his his next walkout, isn't it? I I assumed this would probably happen because, like I said, I mean, he got really pissed off. I I, I don't I don't see him coming back because he seems to be a very proud motherfucker. Um, it's for probably, better or worse. Oh, well, I don't know. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not that, but yeah, not that. Um. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, I I, I want to reiterate that I, I think that I liked his AEW run for the most part, it got pretty weird at the end. As soon as he won the title, the wheels fell off,
1: as he put it. I, I feel like <laughs> because of the fact that he hadn't wrestled in eight years and he's 42 now, however old he is, I feel like he should not have been pushed back into a huge role like he should have been used as a special attraction
2: yeah i i thought that's what they were gonna do and they but then he kept wrestling like every week i figured he was gonna wrestle maybe i don't know yeah like every four weeks or so effectively sort of like how jer and honestly jericho's schedule or <laughs> fucking yeah i i thought he was
1: gonna do like a Shawn michaels thing where he would wrestle the occasional tv and the new pay-per-views yeah, and then he started doing like TV matches,
2: which was which was cool. Honestly, I thought it was cool. A lot of people, I got feel like it got a little long in the tooth, but I, I feel it. like
1: he he was he started doing TV matches because people were complaining about his graphic always saying, We hear from CM Punk. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that too. That was so it was pretty goofy. I mean, I think it's been great. His feud with MJF was great. I'm really bummed that it's not going to happen for the title now because that would have been cool, I think, honestly.
1: Um. Yeah, man, I it's a it's kind of a bummer. Um, so I know this has nothing to do with wrestling, but I wanted to talk about this. I know that you do not play NBA games, video games, but you are at that's least... technically not true.
2: I've played one or two of them when they've been free on PlayStation Plus.
1: <laughs> well, so you so you're familiar at least with the 2K games. A little bit. Hold on. So you're, you're at least a little familiar with NBA 2K games because you played uh, I'm assuming 2K20 because it was a free one.
2: Yeah, I played that one. And I think 2K16 was also free.
1: Okay. Uh, the latest one, 2K23 has pissed off a bunch of people because of the career mode. I don't know if you ever did any of the career modes in the 2K games, but they became like you were playing a fucking movie like one one of them Spike Lee wrote the script yeah. for the story. <laughs> um. But people are upset with this one because one of the missions before you're able to even play an NBA game is to ollie and grind three rails on a skateboard. (laughs) What? That's
2: incredible.
1: It is by far the dumbest thing I've ever seen in a video game.
2: Those developers, uh, everyone must be clamoring to work on something different. (laughs) It's like, I want to be on the story mode teams so I can... Make the fucking
1: skateboarding mini game this year. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, dude. I love it. Uh, let me let me ask you this also. Um, what is something that you collect? You know, I that's a great
2: question. Right now, I think I collect vinyl records. I used to collect CDs, and I sort of collect video games, but that market got too expensive.
1: What is the most you would spend on a vinyl record?
2: Um. Probably like $85. I'm pretty cheap. It would if it was something like really crazy, maybe I would spend more. But
1: now is this a vintage or is this a new release?
2: It would probably be vintage. Okay. I don't think I really care too much about like special edition releases. It would have to be something truly mind blowing or like a huge box set.
1: Well, how much would you spend on a new release?
2: Oh, um I don't know, maybe like 50 at most. 50? Or maybe maybe 60. I don't know, depending. I, I think I've probably paid that for like something okay
1: uh are you familiar with the old uh toys starting lineup from like i think kenner made them uh no i don't think so i'm gonna pull up pictures of them because i'm i'm sure i guarantee you have seen these in thrift stores before so let me share my screen with you so i can do this and talk to you about it because it's kind of important. You've seen these before, I guarantee. Like these toys that look like this.
2: Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, okay. Yeah, I've seen these. It's
1: just a generic per- like athlete and you can move their arms, sometimes their legs and they're in a, a pose. comes with a trading card. Sometimes it comes with a coin. Huh. Anyway, back in the day, they had hundreds of thousands of those for uh, NFL, NHL, MLB, and NBA, and I think even NCAA. And um, Hasbro has announced that they're bringing it back. And Hasbro are relaunching the starting lineup NBA figures. And they will be uh, $49.99 a piece. And and it's not just the figure that you're getting when you get these. I'm going to read to you what you get when you buy starting lineup toy from Hasbro you can only get these from Hasbro Pulse which is their like online shit whatever this is a shit should have had the shit pulled up already but I didn't know we were talking about it <laughs> <laughs> excuse me so one of them that are the only one in the series that I want to get and my wife actually told me that I should put it on our family's uh, Secret Santa list for whoever drew me is Ja Morant, Grizzlies point guard. Yeah. He's, his is the only one I want because I collect absolutely anything that is released in mainstream of the Grizzlies because it's for years it was so fucking hard for the Grizzlies to get any type of merchandise in stores that wasn't yeah. on Memphis. So to see shit like this and have like a player like John Morant on the Grizzlies is amazing to me, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, With this, each Series 1 starting lineup six-inch figure will also come with an exclusive Panini NFT trading card. Oh, wow. Cool. (laughs) And... You don't have much. You don't have that much time to redeem it. You can only redeem it between September twenty second, twenty twenty two, and April thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Oh, wow, that's how you know it's legitimate. Uh, oh no, excuse me. Cool. It's it must be redeemed by December thirty first, twenty twenty three. The offer ends April thirtieth,
2: twenty twenty three. Oh wow, even worse.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but the amazing, they come. They come with um, a lot of detail, like unlike the old ones, you can pose these. They come with like some of them come with a backboard. Some of them come with stands like John Morant comes with a stand. So you can do them in dunk poses and shit like that. And people are excited about these because. For one, they um, they put a lot of attention on the shoes. And they got like branding deals and like rights with like Nike and shit to actually put the logo on the shoes and everything. And that's a big deal in the sneaker community. I don't know if you're aware of that cult. But you can see right here, it, it's a it's a shoes. This is the fucking Nike shoes that John Morant would wear at a Grizzlies game. And wait a second. This is gonna be the wonkiest podcast because Colt's internet keeps going in and out. Man, what was what was the last thing you heard?
2: Pedestal something about hey the the figures have pedestals. Yeah. Oh, the
1: NFT. We talked about the NFTs. That's right. Yeah, the, it comes with the NFT. Uh, comes with a trading card. Comes with a, a stand so you can do dunk poses, backboard shit like this. And they put a lot of attention on the shoes. So they put a lot of detail on the shoes to make sure they can put like the Nike logos and all this but one thing they did not do is I guess because you need permission from artists because it's copyrighted. They do not have any of the tattoos on NBA players. And it just looks super fucking weird. Cause like a lot of NBA players are known for their tattoos and John Morant has a ton of tattoos. And none of them are going to be on the figure, and it's going to look like a, like a high school player. All right, goddamn it! Third time's a charm for me to talk about these fucking toys with you. <laughs> the l- last thing I-, I said about them that i thats the big, big important thing with them, which makes them so fucking weird. They're fifty dollars and all this. They don't have any other tattoos. And granted, that could be because the artists have their the images copyrighted. Who knows? Because that's a thing. Like people, video game companies have been sued for using tattoos. So maybe that's why they don't want to, they don't do it. Just avoid any potential lawsuits. But it seems weird to me that you're paying a premium price for an action figure that's not as greatly detailed as it really should be like that.
2: Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. That happens a lot. I feel
1: also, um, I want to show you this Hasbro have recently, um, starting this year, they decided to stop or to reduce their plastic with their packaging and to, uh, not do plastic bubbles on cardings anymore. So this is what their box of the figure looks like. It's just a box.
2: Oh wow, that's
1: so, odd. Yeah, if you are a collector and you're an uh in box collector, you're literally just showing off a box. Yeah, it could be empty for any all anyone knows. And a lot of people are are complaining about Hasbro with this because, um. You can't tell one if the figure you want is in the box on on like store shelves. because Like Marvel Legends figures are like this now. You can't tell if someone has replaced it and returned it and said they just didn't want it. You can't tell if the paint is bad on the figure or anything like that. You just have to gamble and hope.
2: Man, well, if you never open it anyway, but well, I guess that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that sucks that's such a funny culture i don't know the the toy thing i'm so <laughs> fascinated by how so many things have this pre-order culture that's cropped up around so many things now
1: yeah uh, are you playing anything right now
2: yeah i have been playing rimworld on the pc um that's like a simulation kind of game uh like survival yeah uh, sci-fi themed it's cool um i was playing the guardians of the galaxy game i've been playing Hitman which one uh the first of the new ones but inside of Hitman 3 okay so like i bought the trilogy and then so it's it's like i'm on the colorado level within Hitman 3
1: dude in Hitman 2 greatest level in the game is the suburban area i can't remember where what city that is or if it even lists a city but you're just in a neighborhood in the suburbs breaking into the houses killing people that's fucking awesome i love uh, that there's there was a level like that in hitman 3
2: the original hitman three blood money
1: yeah
2: that was that was my favorite level dan so i'm looking forward to that that's fucking awesome uh, that's right. pretty much what i'm playing what about you right now i'm
1: playing death loop oh yeah because that just came out free i want to play that how is it i'm really liking it like a lot of people hated it and it's quite frustrating at times, but I'm really liking it so far.
2: I'm surprised by the hate cycle for that game. That was so weird. It that I thought that game legitimately looked interesting, and everybody yeah. was shitting on it. I couldn't figure out what the what was going on, but I'm glad it's free. I guess for everybody, so maybe the the PR on that game can turn it around. Those yeah. poor developers.
1: I'm really liking it though. Well, cool. I, I need I, to play it. I just finished this game called The Lake, which was a just very very relaxing game where you are literally in a town for two weeks delivering mail nice that sounds kind of fun (laughs) that's chill i i had played um i can't even remember what game i'd played before that but it was a really intense game and i was just like i just need something that i could just play before i go to bed and i played this game and it was Relaxing as shit, just delivering mail and talking to people around the town. I've been playing
2: some uh, No Man's Sky too, because that was on sale, and that seemed like the nice, relaxing thing to do. How is that game? Uh, I like it okay. Uh, it's kind of cool and it's kind of stupid at the same time. It, uh I would, I would pay thirty dollars for it again. I don't regret it
1: because, like, you know, when it came out, people fucking hated it.
2: Yeah, you know, of course they've added like a million things since then. Um, I don't know, it, it looks cool enough, like visually it looks interesting enough. And some of the I don't know, the flying and the shooting gameplay with in your ship is fun. Enough. Yeah. But I haven't really played it enough. I'm still trying to go through like the, the big like tutorial story mission, basically. But it's fine. I
1: don't know.
2: It is what it is. It is
1: what it is. Oh god damn. Um, so I'm going to peel back the curtain here for for a minute and talk and talk to you about next week, you and I are, are making up a uh, father's day date because you were hung over badly. Yeah. Sorry about that. Day and didn't, couldn't go record shop shopping with me. Yeah. I
2: don't even remember why I was that hungover. I can't remember what I did last night before him.
1: I mean, you drank a lot.
2: Well, I certainly did that. I must have been... A, oh, it was a party. I know not it. I, yeah. What are you going to be looking for? Uh, well, I'm going to be looking for uh, Willie and the Poor Boys by CCR. Uh, probably look for maybe some random Black Sabbath albums. I need to pick up some... I want to get some disco albums. Um, And just whatever catches my eye. Maybe some, like, cool... I'll always look for Tom Petty albums because my girlfriend really likes him. So I'm looking for just ones that we don't have.
1: Things like that. What about you? I'm going looking for Tom Waits albums.
2: Oh, nice. That's a good one. I might might try for some Dolly Parton albums too.
1: I've been on a weird Tom Waits kick. Tom Waits and Neil Young have been like my top two most played artists this year.
2: Nice. (laughs) That's some fun vibes. That's cool.
1: The older I get, the older my music tastes get.
2: <laughs> That's cool. That'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll. I, I yeah, I did say yes to lunch. That's right. Yeah, hilarious I mean, an amazing thing talking about on the show. But yeah, that sounds that sounds good.
1: I'm also probably going to try to buy a new record player. Oh, nice. But it depends on how much they are.
2: Yeah, my setup wasn't that expensive. It was like about two hundred dollars total, maybe a little over, maybe two twenty. It's not terrible. No. It's pretty It was pretty cheapo, like beginner setup. I got one of the um LP. Oh, fuck, I don't. What know. is it? I don't remember. It's it. The brand starts with A. It was the LP60 was the was the model. Whatever yeah. the brand is, um, of the record player, and it's one of the ones that can do powered speakers and unpowered speakers. I didn't want to fuck around with buying like a sound system, like um, you know, amp or yeah. whatever, because I didn't. That research would be terrible. So then I found some powered speakers that were like. on Amazon. I can't remember what they were called, but they're pretty cool. I could send you the link and post
1: it. Um, So I want to talk about one final wrestling question before we get going. To bring the show back to what it's all about. Professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. By the way, this first gummy I took, it tasted like watermelon and it was a pleasant surprise.
2: Oh, nice. I love artificial watermelon flavor.
1: I do too. It's the best.
2: It's great. It's It was always my favorite Jolly Rancher
1: that and the my, lemon. It's always my favorite bubble gum. Uh. Um so you know how if you go on Instagram you go to the search bar where you click the magnifying glass you'll you'll always have posts for random topics. You click one and then there's just a list of shit associated with that. Yep. Anytime I click a wrestling one, I will always get suggested to this dude's account. I, I don't I, I don't know who he is. I can't tell you his name. But it's this dude's account who um, is running on his Twitch channel, I believe, a GM mode and WWE 2K22. Oh, nice. I've, that would be fun to do. And he's, uh, maybe it's my universe. I don't know what it is, but either way, he is promoting heavily. I've seen this like three times, three different posts on my Instagram a big event on his next Twitch stream for Raw Legends Night. Oh, and uh I was looking at the poster when I was on Instagram and I saw that Lashley was not there. And it made me wonder, do you think of Lashley as a WWE legend?
2: No, I do not. I I have a, I, I guess maybe he probably is. But
1: it's the it's the damnest thing. Cuz like when he was there originally, he got a massive push and then left to go do MMA and TNA for a bit. Yeah. I th- I think of him as an impact legend. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he had some really cool matches over there and a really good run. And I don't Adler. and
1: I don't mean that as any disrespect to Bobby Lashley, because I'm a I'm a really big fan of his. And the he's like a two-time WWE champion, maybe three-time WWE champion at this point, which is amazing, yeah. really. And I think if he If he has like another year or two run in him, he could be considered a legend. But it's weird for me to think of him as a WWE legend. Yeah, it's really strange. In my, it's because even though he's in his forties, he's he looks like he's in his fucking twenties. Yep. And it's just really, it's just a weird thought to have that people refer to him as a legend because it seems like he's still in the midst of a great run.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm. Uh, you know, I'm 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 glad for him. I'm glad that he, it finally clicked for him, and he finally figured out how to be a really good wrestler.
1: Yeah, and
2: he the character he put it all together, and uh, that's awesome. I mean, it's a success story. I never didn't really enjoy it originally in his his first run.
1: I didn't either. I, I I didn't like his matches with Umaga. I didn't like his ECW no. run against Vince. I thought that was oh, stupid. It was
2: stupid. It was hokey. That was just not a great. I get the idea, but I just I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy watching that television. No. And but I but I watched some of his impact stuff. It was great. And I watched maybe one of his WWE things recently, and yeah, I don't know. good for him.
1: Did you watch uh, Seamus and Gunther yet?
2: Oh fuck! No, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll God watch it next it, time. I'll watch it for next time. You got to. Okay. All right. I will.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I think we should sign off because I got to go take some cough medicine and go to bed. Yeah, it's sleepy time. Um, for Armbar, the 1004th Wrestling Podcast, I'm Todd. And I'm Colt. We'll see you cool kids later. Aye.